Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode number 266. This is the Ray Nitschke episode. I'm joined by Nikki Guns Cordone and Silent Jared. <laughs> in this one, we break down every NFL game. Uh, Darth Wager's a little bit under the weather, but uh, he'll be back uh, eventually. Remember, you can reach me. Uh, at jeffreyblanger8 at gmail.com with any comments or questions or hit me up at Twitter at Coach Belanger. Uh, don't forget our affiliate, MyBookieAG. Use the promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a 100% sign-up bonus. So you deposit 100 bucks, You get 100 bucks of free play money uh, to go with that. You double your bankroll right away. Uh, don't forget, I'm an author, the Ali Armini series, Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play. You get them directly from the publisher, thewordverve.com. Or if you're an Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, you can download it for free to your favorite electronic reading device. And all the picks that we go through today, the college football picks from earlier in the week, the Major League Baseball picks, you can find them at jeffreybelanger.com. Click on that Amazon banner ad. Buy yourself something nice on Amazon with all the winnings we give you, especially like last night, the Thursday night game. And I gave you two winners. I hope you won money like I did. And uh, buy yourself something nice and a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show. Let's get right to it. Podcast number 266, the Ray Nitschke episode. All righty, Gambling Chalk Talk podcast, episode number 266. No Darth Wager, he's still a little bit under the weather. I got Nikki Guns Cardone and chiming in from the back seat. We got Jared Jared Sishon every once in a while just chiming in, probably busting our balls. Uh, but... Uh, this is 266, number 66, Ray Nitschke, Green Bay Packer, Hall of Famer, from uh, went to Illinois. So, is he two-time Super Bowl champion, five-time NFL champion before there was a Super Bowl. So, that's a good start for the NFL season, a Ray Nitschke episode. Nick, how's it going? It's going great. I'm excited to be here. I'm uh, living out a dream right here, checking one off the bucket list. Nice. Sitting back, drinking a little Evil Twin Lost Souls brew, and talking football, my two favorite things. So you're, you're, you're filling in for Darth Wager very nicely. He would either be drinking a beer or actually uh, a, probably a Captain and Coke and then playing some online blackjack as he talks. So. Wow, I don't know if I can uh, live up to those shoes, but I'll, I'll try my best. He, he might have some gambling issues, though. All right, I'm going to set you up first game, Sunday, 1 o'clock. I was two. I was two in two and O, oh, two wins on Thursday night. I picked the Eagles and I picked the under. Should be a sloppy game the way the Atlanta Falcons have been playing. Good call right there. So here's your here's your first game. I'm going to set you up with a nice little softball. The Steelers are at the Browns. What do you think about your Steelers? I know you're a Steelers fan. No Le'Veon Bell. How how you think they're going to do without Le'Veon Bell? So diehard Steeler fan here to the wool, uh, bleed the black and gold. And I've been telling all my friends throughout the week, I've, I've had this game circled for about a month. This is my five-star lock, lead pipe, take it to the bank game of the week. Take the Cleveland Browns what? to win on the field. They're going to bust open those blue Bud Light lockers. Free beer in Cleveland. You heard it here first. From a Steelers fan? From a Steelers fan, brother. I got a bad feeling about this one. Oh. Cleveland wins on the field. 
Wow. And that's my number one pick of the week. A straight-up win. Straight-up win on the field. Oh, my God. The spread is four and a half. It was seven, so a lot of people are going the Cleveland way. I, the thing that concerns me about the Steelers, it looks like a team that's not in harmony. They, they, the, the comments coming out, Roethlisberger was probably the best one, but the linemen, they are not happy right now. Not happy at all. I mean, you got a locker room that's a mess right now. You got the players union not happy with the Steelers linemen, saying you're messing with the man's money. It's just a complete perfect storm for the Cleveland Browns at home. Now, remember, last year they were horrible, and the Steelers had to sneak one out at the end. On top of this, what's making me even more worried is the weather forecast for the game. Uh They're talking 40-mile-an-hour winds. They're talking three to four inches of rain. It's supposed to start Saturday night rain all the way through the game. I think that's going to neutralize Big Ben in the passing game. Tyrod Taylor, the Browns offensive line, running the ball with Hyde. I'm calling the upset. Wow. I almost want to change my Steelers pick after talking to you. I like the Steelers. I just don't believe in the Cleveland because I've watched Hard Knocks, and I've seen how bad Hugh Jackson is. And the they're not coached. I, I completely agree that he's one of the worst coaches in the league. I just think going 0-16 last year, having hard knocks there, the talent they have at the skill positions, that defense was good last year, and they added more talent to it. I Do I think this is going to negatively like affect the Steelers down the road? Absolutely not. I'm still thinking the Steelers are going to be in the final four in the AFC. But week one in Cleveland, they're breaking open the Bud Light coolers, brother. It's free beer in Cleveland. They struggled last year against Cleveland in that opening. It was an opening game? Opening game. They snuck it out at the end. And it's not Deshaun Kaiser, a quarterback, is it? That's right. And Tyrod Taylor has a history of killing the Steelers. Oh, well, that's that's a rough start. Another team that that might be good that might have a rough start. San Francisco 49ers are at the Vikings. The spread right now is six and a half. It started out as five. So it, people are people are still betting on Minnesota. The spread keeps going up and up. I, I kind of like the 49ers in this one. Uh, Jeff, I'm in complete agreement here. I'm going against the grain and taking the Niners. couple things working here. Everybody's all over Minnesota because of their awesome defense. I give them that. Kirk Cousins, a notoriously slow starter during the season. Absolutely. Throughout his whole career, takes him about three, four games to get going. This year, he's on a new team with a new offense, with new players around him. And there's one X factor in this game. That's Jimmy G. The guy's a winner. The, The part that scares me for the Vikings is they had to trade with the New York Giants for a center. The New York Giants... Don't exactly have depth on the offensive line. And you're asking the Giants for their backup center. And now you got Kirk Cousins under pressure. And the 49ers' weakness is their defense, but it's going to look good against that. I don't even know what to call that offensive line. Swiss cheese? Uh, Yeah, I mean, and you got Dalvin Cook coming off that knee injury. We still haven't seen him cut it loose yet. He's gotten two carries in the preseason. So, but the offensive line's banged up. You got Cousins, a slow starter. And that Niners team with Shanahan, they've got some talent on defense. Remember now, they took Solomon with a first-round pick the other year. They've got some talent on, on defense there. And, you know, they can hammer with that ground game. And you got Jimmy G, Kittles over the middle. You got a uh, good win playmaker on the outside. I mean, 
I could see it turning here or there, a big play, and, and Niners steal this game. You know who misses Kyle Shanahan? Matt Ryan. Absolutely. Matty <laughs> that Ice. That was awful last night. That was awful. Like, my goodness. Like, can you get the ball in the end zone? You had eight shots from inside the 10. Atlanta's D totally kept him in that game. I, I couldn't believe that Matt Ryan was playing that bad. And the Eagles weren't impressive either. Not at all. I, what are they doing challenging the catch? It, it was a three-yard gain it's, it, instead of from the seven-yard line being uh, second and goal. It would be the 10-yard line. Who the hell cares? What a waste of a challenge I, and a timeout. I agree. I, I give Philly a lot of credit last night for, for hanging in that game. and Winning ugly. Winning ugly. I mean, that's that's a sign of a true champion. I yeah. mean, they were major injuries all over their team, missing key players, missing Wentz, and they, they found a way to pull it off. I wonder if I can wait long enough and get a full seven points. Or maybe I just buy the half a point and get seven points with the Niners. I, I, I love the Niners getting points there. I, I actually, and like we both said, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Niners to win that game on the field. All right, this next game is a strange one. So the last game of the, of the preseason, the Cincinnati Bengals played the Indianapolis Colts. And now they play each other in the first week of the season? Like, who... I said this to my my brother a couple of weeks ago. Who the hell makes the, the schedule for the, for the NFL? This is ridiculous. I, I don't have an answer for that one. That one, I, that one I do not have an answer for. You're a Steelers fan. The Steelers play. They have, everybody has six division games. The Steelers play five of their six division games in the first eight games of the season. Yeah, that that definitely does not make a lot of sense. No, no, nope, not at all. So Cincinnati, the Colts are favored by two and a half. Cincinnati's getting two and a half points. Andrew Luck is back. Do you, where do you go with this one? This is a this is a very mysterious game with uh, Andrew Luck. Can he throw a ball past twenty yards? The Cincinnati Bengals and, and and Andy Dalton, who's actually looked good in the preseason, and I like the Cincinnati defense. The Cincinnati defense. I'm in two fantasy leagues. I took their defense in both leagues. They definitely have an underrated defense, no doubt about it. And I can tell you one thing about the Colts' defense. Swiss cheese, baby. <laughs> I mean, they have a horrible defense. I know they rebuilt that offensive line. Let's let's see it in action against a real defense, and we'll see, you know, if the line, if it's all, if one man, Quentin Nelson, and the crew can, uh, you know, make it all that. But I'm not sure there. Uh, remember now, Dalton is a stud as long as it's not a primetime game or a night game. This is true. And this is definitely not a primetime game. Definitely not a primetime game. They you might got, not even show the highlights on the red zone. They may not. You got the red rifle coming into town to face Luck. And, uh, you know, it's Luck's first game back after a year off. There, there's going to be some rust to shake off, no doubt about it. So, so in my fantasy leagues, we have a 16-team <clears> league. <throat> so I had the third pick in the draft. I took Saquon Barkley because I'm a Giants fan. Yep. So I did get the 30th pick. Oh, my gosh. And it's a, a, a league where you can start two quarterbacks. I took the quarterbacks were going off the board. I grabbed Andrew Luck, thinking, you know what? Maybe he's healthy. He's always a top quarterback. Maybe he leads the Colts. That's all I'm hoping for. I can't lose in this one because I like the redheaded, redheaded quarterbacks. <laughs> I could see the Colts winning this game with Luck at home and you know the crowd into it. The thing about Luck, too, especially for, for you fantasy fans, I think because their defense is so bad – He's going to be playing a lot of fourth quarter, a whole fourth quarter, no huddle, you know, catch Rack, and pitch. Racking up 200 racking yards. Racking up 200 yards of garbage, garbage time <laughs> and getting those late touchdowns. So I also took Luck in another league in an auction, got him for a dollar. I'll take that all day. But uh, as far as picking this game, 
I'm going to have to take the Cincinnati Bengals to win and cover that two and a half. Ooh. All right. I uh, I took the Colts. I took the Colts in that one, but that might be because I have Andrew Luck. But I also have the Cincinnati defense. I can't lose. Can't lose with that one. Next one up. Uh, talk about a team that is kind of two mystery teams. Another one. You got the Buffalo Bills at the Baltimore Ravens. The spread is now seven and a half. This originally opened back in the spring at Baltimore minus three. It's now seven and a half. Uh, LaShawn McCoy will play. He's probable. Uh, we got Seinfeld uh, extraordinaire Jay Peterman, Elaine Bennis' boss at quarterback. Oh, it's Nate Peterman. So who you like in this one? This is, this is really tough to, to forecast. Well, when uh, people were talking to me this week about their survivor pools, I've heard a lot of teams thrown around, Steelers, Jaguars, um, somebody loves Green Bay. I, I, got to, I heard the Lions, the Rams. My absolute favorite win for this week, there's no doubt to me, I think the Bills are the worst team in football. Horrible offensive line, horrible quarterback, nothing at the skill positions. McCoy is well past his prime. Ferocious Raven defense. Flacco's actually looking pretty good this year. Pressure on him. They got him ready. There's pressure on him now. There's a guy that's going to perform. Right. He's got to perform. Give me the Ravens to cover the spread easily. And I'm thinking they're going to pitch a shutout. They did three or four shutouts last year against bad teams. They would shut out bad teams. Yep. I could see them jumping all over Buffalo, getting some early turnovers and scores, pounding the ball with Collins. As I say, Collins might be a, a good little pickup here. Yep. Um, I, I I agree totally with you. The Ra- I'm not so sure about the Ravens defense this year, but they're going to look good against this Bills. Against this Bills, uh, well, I guess I guess you could call it an offense. This is a playoff team last year. It's hard to believe, and they've dismantled. They've totally dismantled their team. The, the only thing I worry about too with the Ravens defense, they're missing Jimmy Smith for four games. He got suspended, and they're a little bit of a different defense without Jimmy Smith. But I still say they got enough in the tank to to lay it on Buffalo. This kind of ties in with your Tyrod Taylor in the Cleveland Browns pick. Tyrod Taylor, the quarterback of the Bills last year, leads them to the playoffs, even though he got bench rolling game and Jay Peterman here. Uh, Came in and threw five picks in five the first, picks first half. half. Yeah. Um, and if I know you haven't seen uh, Hard Knocks. He's a consummate professional. Like, telling the coach what to do. Like, you, you don't like these guys working hard. Show them on tape them not working hard. They'll start working hard. Like, why does somebody have to tell Hugh Jackson that? That's what scares me about the Cleveland Browns, though. I think Hugh is uh, one of those coaches that is a superior offensive mind and offensive coordinator, but not cut out to be a head coach. Right. Yeah. Yep. That's my take on him. I agree. All right. Now, now we get to the Tom Coughlin Bowl. Oh, boy. This is my game. All right. Jaguars are at the Giants. The Giants are a home dog. It was three last I checked it. It hasn't moved a lot. It's still three. This is the same spread that was back in, in the spring. And it, this is what scares me as a Giants fan. Saquon's going to be pretty good, but they passed on Sam Darnold. I'm scared to death Sam Darnold's going to be the real deal, and he's looked pretty damn good for the Jets. That scares me. I mean, that could be one of those decisions that in the next three years, you know, it looks like, Giants made the right move. They're in the playoffs. They're contending. And down the road, Darnold turns into a five, six years from now, a Hall of Famer, dude. And yeah. Giants will be looked back at that draft. And, and Saquon's got 
bulky knees and looks like yeah, uh, running, a running back who spent after five years. DeMarco, uh, DeMarco, what's his name? DeMarco, DeMarco Murray. DeMarco yeah, Murray. And, there, and there's, there's Darnold on the front page of the, you know, yep. New York Times, you know, yep. leading the Jets. So, but at the moment, I can see why the Giants did it. You got that window right now. They're reloading with Barkley. You got Eli still there. You got Odell in his prime game breaker. I can see why they went for it. I think this only helps having Saquon only helps the Giants because now, just two years ago, they had the top five defense in the league. But when you can't run the ball, you're you're basically a one dimensional team in the same formation all the time, and you can't do anything. Your defense is always playing on its heels. You're in trouble now. They can actually get a lead, control the clock, put Eli at his best, like when his, the Tiki Barber days, the Ahmad Bradshaw days, and where he's just a Joe Flacco managing the game. And then I think the dude's on beta blockers because he doesn't get razzled by anything. And so I, I think they are going to beat the Jaguars straight up. I'm with you on that 100%. That's another upset I have. Giants. Home dogs win on the field. When I look at the way they're going to attack Jacksonville, they're going to line up. You got Odell, you got Ingram, you got Barkley. All three of those guys are mismatches. You can't man up. Jaguars love to play that one deep zone, keep everything in front of them, back off. You do that against Barkley, Ingram, and Beckham, you are going to get torn apart. And Ingram just got cleared from concussion protocol. He will be playing. He's going to play. You add Shepard to that mix, another solid guy, solid route runner. If they're going to sit back and let Eli make, get those 8, 10-yard clips, miss tackle here, miss tackle there, Odell or Barkley break one, I think Jacksonville's a little overhyped. I'm still not sold on Bortles, even though he lit up my Steelers in the playoffs. He's got to prove it to me in a big spot. He still has those bonehead moments he has nobody to throw to nobody to throw to first game of the year jacksonville's feeling themselves you can hear it in the media prime time for an upset give me big blue to cover win on the field kid they're just gonna load up on fournette bortles go ahead and try and make a play they're not gonna they're not gonna get open i i agree they're not gonna get separation and he can't put it through put it through a keyhole you got collins there (laughs) right make somebody besides fournette in the ground game Make Bortles make those third and five throws, those third and four throws, third and six throws. That's how you beat the Jaguars. This next game could eliminate a lot of people in the suicide pool if the Buccaneers beat the Saints. The Buccaneers, the spread was nine and a half. It's still nine and a half. The Buccaneers are one of those teams. You talk about the, the bad karma in the locker room right now with the Steelers, with the Le'Veon Bell Jameis Winston just—he doesn't get. It. I don't think. He, I don't think they're gonna let him play. I think he. I think they're they're gonna take Fitzpatrick the whole year. I think they're done with him. I think they're gonna release him once he's done. I don't think that's the case. I think they're trying to scare some life into him. The only reason is their head coach now. The reason he was given that head coaching job right. was he was their co- he was the coordinator that undercut the head undercut coach. the head coach <laughs> with Winston. So I think there's a tie there. That's the only reason. But I think they're trying to send a message. You know that the league's going to go on without you, Winston. Keep making these stupid decisions that you've been making since the day you were in college. Yep. And guess what? The league's going to go on. We're going to go on. I'll tell you right now, Fitzpatrick's on fire. They go 4-0, 3-1. I could see him missing that next game. This, this, is the, this is the thing that scares me with the Buccaneers. 
Fitzpatrick's not going to make a stupid mistake like Jameis Winston does. And that, I think that nine and a half points might be too much because Fitzpatrick will manage the game and just keep them in till the end. It's two scores. That's, it's, I, I didn't take him in my suicide pool just because I'm scared to death that the Saints might lay a shit burger and you get knocked out of your suicide pool. I have a different team. To, to win in my suicide pool. All right. I can see where you're coming from, but it, I just I think this Saints team this year is absolutely loaded. I think they're one of the favorites with the Rams in the NFC. Potent, potent offense. I look for Breeze to have a huge bounce back year. Down year last year, lack of touchdowns. I know they're missing Ingram the first four. They're still going to be able to run the ball. Weapons on the outside and their defense how you said you loaded up on Cincinnati and all those fantasy leagues. Yeah. New Orleans Saints defense, highly underrated, tons of talent. Moved up to grab a Moved guy. Moved up to grab good. a guy, a defensive lineman. He's pretty good. You got that corner last year that was a rookie. Yeah. Lattimore, was it Lattimore? Yeah. Nasty shutdown corner. Yep. I see the Saints as a wrecking crew this year, and they're at home in the Dome opening weekend, blowout city. Give me the Saints to cover. I took the Saints. But I'm, I'm still leery. The, the Buccaneers are one of those teams that always bite me in the ass. So, the last one o'clock game, we got the Titans at the Dolphins. The spread was one. Let me see where it is now. Tennessee is is still at one. So ten, Miami's a home dog getting a point in this one, and to go along with the Buccaneers' lack of harmony in the locker room. The Steelers lack a harmony in the locker room. I think the Dolphins did a lot over the last year to create harmony in the locker room. And I don't believe in this Titans team. I don't believe in Mariota. I I think the running game's a little overrated. And I'm taking the Dolphins to upset them. Man, you're, you're taking the words right out of my mouth. I was I was just gonna be I was gonna break some news here and say I want to break it to America. Mariota is a bust. The guy needs to play in a certain type of system to showcase his talents. He's not in it. They claim they're laying low and they they hid this offense all preseason and they're going to break it out week one. I don't buy it. They're coming down to the heat in Miami. Miami has a way underrated home field advantage. Give me Tannehill, Kenyon Drake, my sleeper of the year in fantasy. 80 plus degrees. Totally agree. Give me the Dolphins to win it outright on the field. Absolutely. Yep. I completely agree with you. And, and nobody, everybody thinks the Dolphins stink. They got the second-best quarterback right now in the AFC East. Correct. Correct. Until Darnold gets his feet under him. But he's not bad. He, he's not bad. And he's never had really a, a normal year with a normal coordinator and healthy guys around him. And, and Andrew Gaze is a hell of a coach. Correct. I agree. And – I hell of at, an offensive mind. Maybe I not a hell at, of a coach. I but. look at offensive line, defensive line, quarterback play, and the coach. And who's the coach of Tennessee? An expatriate. And they've already the expatriates have always done well coaching after leaving Belichick. <laughs> and then you throw in the fact that he was a coordinator of one of the worst defenses in the league last year. Totally agree. And uh, uh, their number one pick, uh, linebacker out of Alabama. I know the Steelers were hot and heavy for him. They traded ahead of the Steelers to get him. Guy's had a groin injury, has not played a single play in the preseason. Just, I'm not sold on Tennessee, and I think Miami wins it going away. I like it. I like it. Hey, before we get to the 4 o'clock games, 
Uh, don't forget our affiliate, MyBookieAG. Go to www.mybookieag. Use the promo code DARTH, as in Darth Wager, at checkout, and you get a 100% sign-up bonus. You put in 100 bucks, you get $100 of free play, so you, get, you double your bankroll. Use the promo code DARTH at checkout, and you, a little bit comes to help support the, the podcast and the, the server fees and all that stuff. So we appreciate that. So when you're gambling this weekend, use use my bookie AG and then uh, use the promo code Darth. Help us out. There we go. Four o'clock games. There's four of them. This is this is a good game. And one of the teams I don't believe in. The other team I believe in, but I probably shouldn't. Chiefs at the Chargers, and the spread is three and a half. Three and a half points. Chiefs are getting, they gave you the hook. That makes me think they want you to take the Chiefs in Vegas. And I'm taking the Chargers in this one as much as it pains me because they find every way they can to lose. Uh, what, what do you like in this game, Nick? Jeff, again, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. Um, I think everybody's hyped up on Mahomes off of the, that one throw, 69, 89, whatever it was, yard throw that he threw at the length of the field. Listen, there's no doubt about the kid has talent. There's no doubt about his arm strength, but I'm going to tell you what. He's going to lead the league in interceptions this year. He's yep. going to put his team in a lot of bad spots. He's going to you know, do some razzle-dazzle and hit some huge plays to Hill. And the other thing I worry about, the Chiefs' offensive line is horrible. Yep. Suddenly, they are horrible. You're looking at Joey Boza on the line. You're looking at that nasty, That front seven is The awesome. front seven for San Diego. It's Their number one pick, Darwin to safety. Out of Florida State, monster. It's. I look for San Diego. You got Keenan Allen on the outside. You got Mike Williams, the number one pick last year, eighth overall. Never played last year at all. Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. I love the gunslinger Philip Rivers. The guy's a winner. Chargers at home opening day. Beat the Chiefs in a rout. I, the Chiefs are going to miss Alex Smith, you know. Everybody picks on Alex Smith. He didn't take chances. He threw the ball downfield last year. But you know what Alex Smith didn't do? Turn the ball over. And you know how you lose games? Turnovers. That's the NFL, brother. Turnovers. You turn the ball over, you lose the game. Alex Smith, like you said, does not turn the ball over. Alex Smith wins. He's a winner. They're going to miss him big time. I'm telling you. It scares me. Is the Chargers are always start off awful and find the dumbest ways in the world to lose. The Somebody will get thrown out of the game. Their, their kicker will get hurt in the, like on the opening kickoff, and they'll have to have Joey Bosa freaking kick field goals or something, knowing the Chargers' luck. That, that's the only thing that scares me. But I'm, def, I'm taking the Chargers. Right, I'm, I'm here with you. Give me the Chargers in a route. All right, the next one, the Seahawks are at the Broncos. And I think the Seahawks will challenge the Buffalo Bills as the worst team in the NFL this year. And Russell Wilson, he's a – He's really good, but I don't know if he can overcome all the mess that is in Seattle at this time. I agree, Jeff. I mean, he's done it year after year after year. Every time I've doubted Wilson, he finds a way. You look at the games he played last year against the Jaguars, against uh, the top defenses. He has these monster games out of nowhere. They can't run the ball. They've tried to rebuild their offensive line. It's still horrible. They got guys on the line that the, the Giants caught. Retreads from other teams. Ugh. Their defense is gutted. Yeah. They're no KJ Wright for the game, the linebacker. 
Thomas just came back this week. Won't be in shape. Won't be in shape. I mean, he'll be able to step in and run the defense, but yeah. I can no no Richard Sherman. No Sherman. I just cannot see them going into Denver mile high. I like Case Keenum for Denver. He's he's not going to screw it up like the quarterbacks last year. Absolutely, did. he's a distributor. He's got weapons in Sanders and Thomas. He's shown he can manage a game in Minnesota. Manage a game. He's got Royce Freeman, rookie stud in the backfield. Yep. I still like Denver's defense. It's a it's remade, but they still got Miller. It's a, it's a remade defense. Sean Ray got corners. They can cover. They can still pressure the ball. Can still pressure the ball. That's ball not wins good. knee. That's not good for Russell. He's that, a, I, I know he can avoid the rush, but he's going to be running for his life. Yes, he is. And you got Baldwin with a bulky knee all season. Yep. Give me Denver at home to cover. Yep. Me too. All right, my I have to pick. I'm in a pick 'em league, and I have to pick three teams for over unders. And I did a podcast of over-unders early in the preseason. And I picked this team to be under the, the I think it was eight and a half wins. I took the Cowboys under in wins this year. Tough schedule for the NFC East. And they're at the Panthers right now. I don't think the, 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 the Cowboys offensive line is supposedly the best in the NFL. I don't think they are. The Raiders line is pretty good. The Steelers line is pretty good. And I think there's a few more up there that I think pass them, especially with their center out with the the weird thing with his strength and the his autoimmune arm. disease. Yep. Yeah, it, I'm taking the Panthers to win this one. Eddie McCaffrey's son uh, gonna have a gonna have a big season. I didn't unfortunately I didn't grab him in the draft. I, I took Saquon. He, he didn't last. Uh, What's it? Christian McCaffrey didn't last. No, he that started long. he started going in the first round by the time yeah. at the end of these yeah. weeks. Yeah. So. But I, I like the Panthers. They're only giving up three. Last I checked, I'll double-check while you talk, Nick. But I, I can't see the Cowboys getting more than seven wins this year. Uh, I'm with you there. I think uh, Prescott's an underrated quarterback. I think he's going to do better this year not having uh, Dez there begging for and Witten begging for the ball. And He's a systems guy. He's going to run the offense. He's going to throw to whoever's open. I don't think they're going to be, be able to run the ball as well as everybody thinks they're going to with Zeke and that line banged up. They're going to load it up, too. And I think that's going to be the problem. So teams are going to come in there. We're going to try to take away Zeke in the running game, make Prescott beat you for you know four quarters. I don't think he can beat you for four quarters. I think their Dallas's defensive front is better than people think, but I don't think their secondary is that good. And then the, the X factor we're, we're missing here is big number one on, on the, the – Carolina Blue there, Cam Newton. The guy's a stud. He loves these big primetime games against these big teams like that. One, you know, four o'clock versus Dallas. It's probably going to be the, you know, the national game of the oh, week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're going to see Cam Newton doing the Superman and the dab and yeah. scoring and smiling and running people over. So give me Carolina and uh, Cam finds a way to pull this off. I was shocked. Dan Bailey got cut by the, the Cowboys. So I heard he has a major injury that is undisclosed but for a kicker it's basically the death sentence oh really yeah so that's that's the latest news i heard from my source down in dallas because uh, <laughs> he's scared to, it, there was one game where dallas didn't get out of bounds and the giants ended up winning the game and it would have been like a 65 yard field goal i was convinced he was gonna make the field goal if he got the chance if he got the chance to kick it yeah oh. but i i heard whatever he hurt you know, as far as there's certain injuries for certain positions in the league that if, if, you know, you get hurt, if you're a running back, you know, you tear your Achilles, your knee, boom. But they said whatever injury he has as a kicker, 
He's done because oh, he tried bad. out for the Jets. I heard and he didn't make it. So, oh wow! That you know that tells that's you something. Bad. Last four o'clock game, the Skins. Last I checked, they were a pick'em at the Cardinals. This is an interesting game. The and it is now Arizona minus one, so it's not a pick'em anymore. Who are you liking this one? So that's one of these. Is one of these strange games again that you know you flip a coin or who do you like for this reason or that reason? Something in my gut is gonna. It's just we're we're going back to our boy now, Captain America, Alex Smith. I just think he finds a way to pull this game off, throwing the ball to Crowder. I didn't hear about Reed yet, whether Reed's playing or not, but. I think they run the ball just enough to keep Arizona's defense honest. Bradford, when he's healthy, is legit, but their offensive line's horrible in Arizona. You got David Johnson coming back from that injury. Just think the skins pull it out, find a way in a fluky play. Give me the skins on the road to win the game. Skins on the road. I took the Cardinals. Not really convincingly, though. I, I The Cardinals scare me, the new coach, I, you know, and – yeah, I, I, they got David Johnson back. That'll help. Sam Bradford's a better quarterback than they've had the last couple of years with all the injuries. I'm sure he'll last at least two or three games before they have uh, the the new guy with Drew. Uh, who's he? What's he? Uh, Drew Rosen. Drew Rosen in. No, that's the, that's the uh, Rosenhouse. That's the agent. Yeah, right? that's the agent. Um, the it's kid, Rosen. It's Drew Rosen. Rosen out of UCLA. Yeah. yeah. So, but the Redskins, they're so injured that I. They, I, I got to take the Cardinals at home. Uh, you know, is I know they're only given a point. I'm just take the home team in this one. It, it, I like Gruden as a coach, but I, there's something about the Redskins that doesn't seem right. And all the injuries, I don't know if it's their training staff. It's almost like the Colts a few years back, where the Colts had more injuries than everybody in the world, and. I'm going to take the Cardinals in this one. All right, so that's good. We split on that one. The uh, the stop before we get to the uh, the, the uh, Sunday primetime and the Monday games. Uh, the com. you go there. I have all the picks, all the picks there for you, football, college football, even baseball. Baseball was hot in August, well, not so hot in, in – uh, September, but all the pictures are there. They're free. You click on that Amazon banner ad. I think one of my books is up there, the Ali Armini series, Cold Blood Red. You click on that, and a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show. Uh, you know, buy your chainsaw like some person did a few weeks ago, and I got $7 for it. Nice, kid. Nice. It, it, it helps, you know. I hope it wasn't to axe murder or might have been chainsaw that, murder. Like might have been anybody. that guy, uh, Sishon, that lives in Columbia or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, before we get to those primetime games, let's go to the Patriots and Texans. I don't know if you know this. I, I skipped right over that in the 1 o'clock. I picked the Texans to get to the Super Bowl this year. Wow. And I have the Texans beating the Patriots. I can't believe they're getting seven points. I have them winning straight up. And I love Deshaun Watson. That's why I like them. I don't know if their defense will stay healthy enough. Their offensive line is awful. Oh, It could be worse than Seattle's, but maybe not. But Deshaun Watson is incredible. They have great outside targets. Lamar Miller is going to be a bell cow. I picked him up in the draft because uh, Dante Foreman's hurt. He's going to be out for at least four weeks. I love the Texans. I'm in total, again, agreement. Now, I think the reason you skipped this game over was subconsciously 
the you know the words coming out of the mouth of Mr. Asis, the words coming out of the mouth of Mr. Pirro, this nonstop patriot rhetoric, this TB12 rhetoric that we hear 24-7. I wake up every morning with text messages, Tom Brady this, the Patriot Nation this, Belichick, we believe in Belichick. That must be why you skipped over the game, but I totally agree. (laughs) The Houston Texans are going to walk in there at 1 o'clock on Sunday and beat up the bully, the Patriots, and here's the reasons why. I agree with you. Although their offensive line is weak, I think that threat of Deshaun to run, to scramble, to throw deep. You got Will Fuller stretching the field. Hopefully he plays. Hopefully he plays. Hopkins, anytime he wants that 10-yard out, that 10-yard comeback, the throw's there. New England Patriots, if you're going to get them, you're going to get them early in the season before they're in sync. Even Belichick says the first game, you just don't know. Texans are healthy on defense. Merciless is back. Watts back, Joseph's back, loaded on defense, smother the Patriots early, keep the game close. Watson makes a play or two. They pull off the upset in New England, and all those local Columbia boys like Asus and Piero go home crying in their milk, and Nikki will give them a call the next morning at Porter School. So here we go. <laughs> so the other reason why I like the Texans, the Patriots, do they ever pressure the quarterback? They have not in the past, but I will say is they're going to be different this year. They've invested. In, they've invested in that front seven, and I will say from what I've seen, it looks a lot better. But well, we'll see. They also be, got Hightower back. Yeah, we'll, we'll but see. We'll we see. Can, but let's see if they can take advantage of the weakness of the Houston Texans. Yes. All right. Now we get to to some of the late games here. The, the Bears and Packers, and this is my king of the hill, my suicide pole pick. I love the Packers. The, the last I checked, they were given seven and a half. And I think it's going to move down because they got Mac in that trade. It's down to seven now. So, in the la- this decade, this decade, the the Bears are three wins and fourteen losses against the Packers. They've lost by double digits in Green Bay every game except. For 2011, they won by seven, and they uh, Green Bay lost, and then they lost by seven on the last game of the year in 2013. So, the Bears have done awful in Green Bay this decade. They've lost by double digits all but twice, and it's only seven points. And I thought Aaron Rodgers back and healthy. I think he's going to be on a mission. You could tell the way he was barking at the wide receivers. The Green Bay defense does scare me a little bit, but Trubisky has proven nothing. And we'll see if uh, this new coach, Nagy, from uh, the Andy Reid coaching tree uh, can, can get something done. I know the Bears have a lot of weapons, but it really it comes down to the coach and QB at this point. I, I'm, not, I'm not believing in them. I'm taking the Packers. I think you said it well, Jeff. Uh, I think... You know, I've, I've heard a lot of predictions that the Bears are going to be this year's Rams and they're going to be an offensive juggernaut and blah, 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 blah. Here's the deal. It's week one. It's Sunday night, opening night of the National Football League, and the Bears are walking into Lambeau Field and number 12 is the quarterback. Game over. He owns the Bears. Going to light them up. 
got Devontae at him. I don't think Mac's going to be a, a, a force yet. He's not. He hasn't had enough time to get into this yeah. defense. They're going to use him situationally to rush the passer. Rodgers is healthy. Rodgers is mobile. Their offensive line's healthy. They're going to run the ball with Jamal Williams. I got a funny feeling about Jerome uh, Geronimo Allison on the other side to catch a play deep here or there. I think they stifle the Bears enough with with Green Bay's defense at home with the crowd. I think Trubisky has a purple Twinkie in his pants in that opening night. It's definitely going to be an eye opener for for Trubisky walking yeah. into to the historic Lambeau Field on opening night. I think he'll he'll you know bode well for himself. But give me Green Bay to cover that game. I'd say Green Bay by ten. Yep, absolutely. Monday night doubleheader. The Jets are at the Lions. We have the Lions with the next Patriot coach. You know how much I love them. I, I think Sam Darnold gets it done. He's getting points. I can't believe I'm saying it. I'm, I'm taking the Jets. I'm going against my fantasy quarterback. I have Matt Stafford and Andrew Luck on my roster. I just can't go with a Patriot coach. I can't do it. And I actually like the Jets coach. I think he's actually pretty good. He just hasn't had much to work with. I'm going with Sam Darnold and the Jets, and I think they might be the surprise team this year. Well, on that one, Jeff, I'm I got to go totally against you, brother. Uh, I, I hope th- I hope you're right. I think the Lions are a little underrated. Um, I think with Patricia in there, they're going to rededicate themselves to trying to run the ball. They have not been able to do it in the preseason. They drafted Kerryon Johnson out of, out of Auburn. They got Blunt there. Blunt's a winner, believe it. I mean, everywhere the guy goes. His team wins. Blunt's a stud. I think they continue to pound the ball. Weapons on the outside. I love uh, Galladay for Detroit. I picked him up. 6'5 monster. When the guy's healthy, anywhere near the red zone, if you don't have two guys on him, Stafford's throwing it up. You can count it as six. So I like Detroit. I like their offense. And I think Patricia's going to be one of the few Belichick guys that breaks the mold. Give me the Lions at home to cover. I like them in this game. It's only yep. six and a half. It's under a touchdown. So they just need that late score or, you know, hold them off for that late score. I, I like the Lions here. Rams at the Raiders. This spread was four. The Rams were minus four, and it's still minus four. I, I saw one place where it was minus one, but it's back back to four. The Rams are giving the Raiders four points at home. And I'm still taking the Rams. I, what do you what do you think about what's going on in Raider Nation? You want to talk about a fractured locker room? I mean, I know this. <laughs> That's what I wrote down. I know they're talking about the Pittsburgh having a fractured locker room, but that Raider locker room right now has got to be looking around. They were mad, saying, "My man Mac, out of Buffalo, a nobody. This is why you draft kids like this to turn. You want them to turn into this type of player." He turns into one of the best, if not the, maybe not with my man in L.A., turns into one of the best defenders in the league, and you don't want to pay the man? I just And they I, had the money in the cap room. They had the money, in the, and he's a, to me, a franchise player. I just, I, I just think that locker room's down. I think that hurts. The, their defense was bad to begin with. Even with Mac, they were bad. Now they're going to be horrible. Yeah. In comes the Rams with McVay. They're they're Super Bowl or bust. Yeah, I think they're going to be motivated after losing the playoffs. Absolutely. I mean, you got they gave up a number one for Cook. You got Woods, 
You got Cup. Yeah. Nevermind Gurley. Golf running McVay's system. Yep. I think this game is over in the first quarter. And you got Wade Phillips on the other side. Playing and, D with Indomitian Sue. And he's got Aqib Tlaib. I can't say his name. But yep. Played with him in Denver. The kid from Kansas City, the corner. The Peters. Peters and the best defensive yeah. player in the game. They, Aaron uh, Donald. Aaron Donald. I mean, this game gets ugly early, and it is going to be a runaway. So not only the Raiders have a fractured locker room, they might have a fractured stadium because this is their last year in Oakland. They're going to get down early. They're going to turn on them. They're leaving for Vegas anyway. It is is John Gruden has got a 10-year contract. Is he just punting this season, figuring, you know what, let's just get some assets. We're going to take it on the chin. We're going to be in Vegas next year anyway, and let's just build for the future. Is he already punted on this season? I can't figure out what he's doing. I mean, I think eternal hope for right now, you know, on the on the eve of the you know opening day, every team has eternal hope, but it's going to go sideways quick for Oakland, and you're going to see lots of those Chucky faces out of Gruden on that Monday night game. He's going to be making those faces, swearing under his breath, yelling at his players because this game is going to get ugly Early is Sean McDonough doing a game? He's not. He's not a. Uh, I don't think he's in the booth anymore for Monday no, Night Football. No, I think that because they didn't get along. And that second game, they usually hire like uh, some crew from yeah, like a celebrity crew yeah. or something. But it should be it should be awesome. Yeah. All right, so that's all the games. And uh, you got anything else to add to the podcast before we sign off here? Just Jeff, pleasure being here. Uh, filled a bucket list, and uh, I mean, this was awesome, man. I could I could do this every week. This yeah, this is, is this is what I'm meant to do, dude. Maybe it will happen every week. Here we go. Hey, don't forget, I'm an author of the Elia Mini series, Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead Squeeze Play. They're mystery thrillers, little terrorist action, but there's a little sports theme in all of them. You can get those uh, from thewordverve.com, or if you go to Amazon, you can pick it up there. If you're Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, you can download it to your favorite electronic reading device, like something you might win at, a, at, a, at an auction. Like like a like a, didn't you win a something? Yeah, Ram download. Ram football, Hebron Ram football won a nice little tablet tonight. Just giving a little shout out for Ram Hebron Connecticut football. Big game on Sunday. Big game on Sunday, You'll be baby. Doing the announcing. This is a little warm up for the announcing of the game. Nikki Guns is going to be on the play by play up top. All right, thanks for listening. Hope everybody has a great weekend.